Hello and welcome to another episode of Unboxing Women where we explore the gender gap in the music and entertainment industry. If you're active in the music business, an independent artist, a musician or are just curious about how it all works then this pod is for you. My name is Mikey Rose and with me is my friend Dana Rex. We are both independent recording artists based in Europe and we are here to reveal what really goes on behind the scenes. You can listen to us on our YouTube channel and on your favorite podcast platform. Welcome back. Or welcome. If you're new here, welcome. So, um, yeah, we've got a topic today that we have been sitting on for a while. Yes. <laughs> what do we do now? So, um, what do we do now? I don't know if you're familiar with this, but it's um, kind of a trope that women in movies or also in books, just women in general in fiction, um, seem to never know what to do. Yeah. In crisis situations, which is um, said no pretty woman hilarious ever. to us. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> They, they teach in, in in the UK they teach children to you know if there's a problem to go to a woman because she'll know what to do so yeah. I, why do they do that what do we do now so let's discuss um, this actually came about because Reese Witherspoon uh, who is uh, an actor but also a director and a producer and everything a woman can be in the in the film industry um mm. she she brought this to light and i actually have a little clip of a bunch of movies that we've probably all seen where you can see what's you know what we mean so shall shall i play this now shall we yes, start off with that it. yes all right what do we do <laughs> What do we do now? So what do we do now? What do we do now? What are we gonna do? What do we do? What do we do now? What do we do now? Tomorrow. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do now? So what do we do now? What do we do now? So what do we do now? What shall I go? What shall I do? Yes, that's very interesting. What do we do now, Micah? Well, <laughs> I found it interesting that um, a lot of the clips were also animated. Yeah. It's not just something that they think of in terms of just general human beings, but it's apparently something that pulls through animation as well, which is so weird. And also we talked about this in our... Um episodes about Disney princesses, heroes mm -hmm. and villains that a lot of times in the Disney movies, the princess is her own hero, basically. Yeah, you know? exactly. So why would she not know what to do? Of course, the the frozen one is the one we just missed. Um, mm. But then again, you know, why always ask the guy? I mean, to be fair, just to... Um, bring that back to the princesses episode so we didn't review frozen and frozen is basically well a along with maybe the later uh disney princess movies is one where the guy is always present so snow white for example she's always alone mm -hmm. um and in i think it's the princess and the frog there's the guy is always there yeah in aladdin there's uh, always Jasmine and, and Aladdin. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not throughout 
the rest, the, all the other movies, like Mulan, she's alone a lot. So then she can't really ask, what do we do now, right? Um, yeah. So it's not in all the movies, but yeah, I was I was surprised to see also Toy Story here, and this is not the only yeah. one. So Toy Story, it's um, the cowgirl, and it's number Toy Story 3, I think. She's asking Buzz Lightyear, what do we do now? Obviously, he has all the superpowers and he can fly, mm -hmm. so I, mm -hmm. I guess that's why she's asking him, or that's why and they thought even it was a good idea. <laughs> he can't fly, though. He can't fly. Right, no. he can't. He thinks <laughs> he, can't. he can. <laughs> yeah, but he can't. Nice pointing that out. Thank you. No, yeah, and um, I actually had a look at that, and you know, Mrs. Potato Head, she says it every time. She's like, "Oh, what do we do now?" She never, she, you know, it's it's. She's so never helpless. Calm head. Yeah, yeah. So it kind um, of reminded me of um, the girl in Alien. The girl that goes all hysterical and cries yeah. and panics and stuff where we were like because we reviewed alien a while back in um in another episode and yeah in season three like, i'll put it in the show notes i'll put in the in the show notes which episode it yeah. was yeah because it's 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 insane because it's just it, it you see it and you think this is not reality who writes this shit Exactly. Yeah, it was annoying to us then as well. Yeah. To have a woman like she's blubbering and, and not, she's just not coherent. And yeah. I, I get it. There's an alien after you. And yes, I would be in a panic too. But I mean, she's, she just falls apart. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. She's an astronaut, by the way. Huh? So she's like yeah. trained. She's like up in, 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 in some spaceship where it's super dangerous to just be living. And she's been living there for like years in some cryosleep state. This this woman is not just any woman. Okay. And then, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, what, what Reese Witherspoon was actually doing uh, is is showing us uh, in a speech of hers um, that this line when when it's written into a script that you know she she just she just hates it basically she yeah. she gets yeah the, the uh, she dreads reading she them. dreads it yeah mm. and that's what she was actually talking about in a speech and that's why this went around the world this little clip with all of mm -hmm. the times that women say what do we do now and so besides mrs potato head in toy story in all the toy stories i have found some more what do we do nows i basically watch a lot of thrillers and disaster movies and i found it in san andreas i will post this on our socials actually uh, so everyone can see it uh, because I filmed my TV <laughs> because it's so hilarious. So you have The Rock uh, who's playing the guy who he's he is a savior, though, because he mm -hmm. uh, flies a, a rescue helicopter. So it's not just anyone. Yes, I know. And yeah. then there's his ex-wife who he goes and rescues. She just like came off of the top of a building in... Um, in LA which just crumbled to the ground underneath her feet she climbs into the helicopter with basically not a scratch on her and then she's the one asking him what do we do now you know when her daughter uh, again spoiler obviously watch the movie before you <laughs> listen to us talk about it <laughs> um, but she she 
she's they're going to have to go and rescue their uh their daughter who is in San Francisco and who is all trapped like in a garage. If you're a mother and you're in a rescue helicopter with your ex-husband who is the rock, then you don't ask what do we do now? You just shout to him and say, "Get the chopper to there and let's go get her." And then yeah. right? Exactly. That's what you do because you would form an idea and you would say, can we go with this chopper? Can we just do that? You know, you wouldn't just sit there. What do we do what now? Oh, oh. <laughs> it's so annoying. Oh my God. It's such an annoying phrase. It's like, no. Like, but how, when has it ever happened? Like, honestly, ask yourselves, when has it ever happened? That a woman turns around to you and says, oh my God, I have no idea what we're going to do. Like, what are we going to do now? Unless it's like, I'm not talking about where are we going to go for dinner? Because we all know that's a, or, that's an awful question <laughs> that's, that nobody ever no. knows an answer to. Exactly. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about crisis situations. I'm talking about, you know, even even things like where people have to improvise where where it's like oh, oh god i don't know how i'm going to get there i don't know how i'm going to do this women are not going to go like oh my god what do we do now they're going to be like all right well you have three options you have a, option a option b option c and they entail this 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 and this and then like exactly. they're like choose one but choose one now because you need to get fucking going yeah um, like it's that, that you're never gonna have somebody be like oh my god I don't know I don't know I can't help you but like, when not like that when have you Micah ever turned to a guy and said oh, what do we do now unless it was like you're off somewhere and I mean in a crisis situation not like which restaurant are we going to exactly like you're saying like that doesn't count or like no, oh doesn't. you know you're you're 16 and you've just been kissing behind the church and uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and and you're kind of done and in a quarter of an hour you actually need to go home and like okay what do we do now that doesn't count like crisis no. shit you know yeah, when yeah, have you ever yeah, asked yeah. a man what to do next in your life well, I can't remember a time. I'm, I, I don't know if I've been in that many crisis situations. To be fair, but I, I mean, no, I have actually, and I've never actually asked. Oh my god, what do we do now? Have you because ever I've not always known been what like, to do? Okay, yeah, exactly. We need to. I need to call these people. I need to call this. Actually, once I was, um, it was the middle of the night. And um, I had a flat tire and I don't know how to change a tire. I know you know how to change a tire. You need to teach me. I don't know how to change a tire. I didn't know we had an extra tire in that van. <laughs> it was like an, an entire thing. It was two o'clock in the morning. I was tired. I'd come from a bar shift. I was on in the middle of the road. I called my mum, and I was like, you called your I mom. don't know what to do. I called my mum. I did not call my dad. I called my mum. <laughs> You see? You see? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do. The insurance, like, and she was like, oh, there's insurance papers in the car. Um, and you call that number. And I was like, the number doesn't work. I've called the number. And then, like, she looked up different a different number. And then I called that number and stuff. You know, like, but I called my mom. You called your mom because she knows what to do. 
Yeah, because I don't know if my dad knows what to do. Like, I don't know if he knows what insurance we have. He probably doesn't. Like, he came and picked me up. They both did because it didn't work. Probably because your mom said, we need to go and pick her up. (laughs) I don't think your mom turned to your dad and said, what do we do now? She's out there with a flat tire. What do we do now? (laughs) That's very unlikely. Please, Micah mom, please comment below and tell us what you did. oh god uh definitely i i can tell you you? i can tell you straight away i have never turned to a guy and said what do we do now um i've had men look at me you know full of expectation that when i said hey dude uh you know you can't expect me to bring all the answers every time <laughs> you need to figure some shit out for yourself oh i've said that so many times you see so that yeah. has happened but there was never a time when there was an actual crisis situation where i wasn't the one solving the actual problem mm-hmm. i've actually even helped someone who had a heart attack and who fell over on their face so who had like yeah had not even just the heart attack and then fell over but then hurt themselves while falling over so i you know i i i was there while the company that was there was made up of uh two or even three men i think all adults and i'm and i'm like get out of my way and so i i went to help and i had to actually so look up in the first like five seconds and call out to them and just say, you, you, you call that. the ambulance. You, mm-hmm. you get me some water and some towels. You, you do this. I had to do that because they were like frozen. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. My, my boyfriend always says, you never know what's going to happen in a crisis situation until you're actually in one, if you're the one mm-hmm. that freezes or not. But, uh, well, I know for a fact that I'm not the one who freezes, but I haven't seen that of a lot of women, to be honest. Should we have a look at uh, what Reese said? Definitely. I think we are in a cultural crisis. In every field, in every industry, women are underrepresented and underpaid in leadership positions. And the reason we're all talking about it tonight, under 5% of CEOs of Fortune 500 companies are women. Only 19% of Congress is women. No wonder we don't have the health care we deserve, or paid family leave, or public access to early childhood education. And that really worries me. How can we expect legislation with our rights and our needs being preserved if we don't have equal representation? So here's my hope. If you're in politics, the media, the tech industry, working as an entrepreneur, or a teacher, or a construction worker, or a caregiver, You know the problems we are all facing. And I urge each one of you to ask yourselves, what do we do now? That's a big question. What is it in your life that you think you cannot accomplish? Or what is it that people have said that you cannot do? Wouldn't it feel really good to prove them all wrong? (laughs) Applause. Because I believe ambition is not a dirty word. It's just believing in yourself and your abilities. Imagine this. What would happen if we were all brave enough to believe in our own ability, to be a little bit more ambitious? I think the world would change. Thank you. 
in general, the speech, I mean, I've listened to um, the bits before it as well, were just really interesting. I think it was really eye-opening. We all know that we're underrepresented as women. I think we still don't understand on a daily level how much it impacts us on a daily level. You know, you, you, you know, oh, there's the gender pay gap. There's the gender data gap. There's, you know, all these things. You're underrepresented. Um, obviously, you've also got this for minorities, etc. But you don't realize that in your day-to-day, small things could change and big things could change if we were represented the, the way that we should be. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think it's really great of her to um, come out with this and to, you know, make us realize these things. They influence us, you know, watching movies mm-hmm. influences a lot of people because Hollywood movies are out there for the whole world to watch. And then when a majority of men are writing the scripts or playing the parts and then all the women are saying to each other or to the men, what do we do now? It basically, you know, that's what we said also in our Disney episodes. Does it not breed the, you know, the vicious circle? Does it not just Mm -hmm. perpetuate the whole thing? It's one of those things where, it's the source of and the expression of internalized misogyny because it's basically influencing us on tiny degrees every day that we see these things, the things that we don't even realize. It's like, actually, I've got a a recent uh, thing that happened to one of my friends um, where I witnessed her saying something in a completely normal tone of voice and the man whom she was directing this at saying oh you don't have to shout at me or something like stop shouting at me and I sat there and I didn't know this man so I was like I don't know if this is humor but this is triggering me Hmm. because she didn't react to it at all. She just took it in stride. She was just like, oh, this is normal. Was she shouting though? She was not. She was talking in a completely normal tone of voice. She mm. hadn't raised her voice at all. She was telling him something he maybe didn't want to hear. Yeah. Um, and so it was kind of the same thing where it's like something that we think, oh yeah, oh, it's just, you know, it's just his humor. It's just kind of a joke, you know. It's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's, offensive. it's the same. Yeah, it's it's the same with the with the. What do we do now? Like making women seem small and seem like they cannot cope in crisis situations. When actually, the countries that have had a woman at the top, like a woman chancellor or a, a woman president, have been some of the most, uh, um, well, most industrious and um, yeah, prosperous and successful prosperous, countries. Yeah, yeah. countries. And like, even in New Zealand, when they were like, oh, oh, but she's pregnant. A pregnant woman can't be, you know, this was a while ago. I don't know if this is still the chancellor right now, but th- there was a debate about whether a woman who's pregnant can or cannot lead a country because they were like, oh, she's hormonal. You know, what if she like <laughs> breaks off a nuclear war while she's hormonal? Yes, because um, that's something we would do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 
we're like, oh my God, the Chancellor of Korea like said something really mean to me. I'm going to start a war yes, now. exactly. <laughs> that, that's definitely something that we would do like in a second exactly. if I have a hot flush. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> what? So <sighs> it, it's, it I just, mean, it, look at Trump. He nearly uh, did oh that. My God. And he's not a woman. <laughs> no, he's a And child, he's not pregnant. Though. No, he's a child. Um, it, the thing is, though, right? I think, I think to be fair, Trump is very calculating. And I think a lot of people underestimate him. And like saying he's a child is underestimating him yeah, as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, let me but, give another example. Putin. Yeah. Putin nearly did that. He's not yeah. a pregnant woman. <laughs> no. No, it's true. And I think I think it's really great what Reese did here is just, you know, bring make us aware, bring this to the public, yeah. what they're actually doing in movies. And now, obviously, when I watch a movie, it's, it's like, so subtle. Oh, there it is again. Oh, yeah. and in San Andreas, it's twice. It's yeah. not just the one time. It's twice. Totally at the end. They're like looking over the river with everything is destroyed, right? So there's Golden Gate Bridge, which is like completely nowhere to be seen anymore and then mm -hmm. uh an american flag unfurls and she looks to him with adoring eyes and says what now and then he looks to the flag and he says we rebuild <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck dudes can you really stop oh I mean, my stop god writing this cliche bullshit yes and i'm sorry i, I that's not just like man woman cliche bullshit that's like american, american. cliche bullshit <laughs> maybe you don't want to rebuild it because it wasn't that great to begin with you built I on a fault line it. of the earth's crust dudes can we can please don't do yeah. that again yeah. <laughs> no i think it's really good that she kind of raised awareness and i think it's been far too long i think because this was what in 2016 I don't it's been a while. Um, Let me check. Let me check. I have it here. I have it here somewhere. Um, when was this? November 9th, 2015. So, 2015. yes. So, it's been a while. But, yeah. I mean, to be totally honest. Nothing uh, has changed. No. Yeah. And next to a little bit of hubbub and buzz at the time, nothing has changed at all. Yeah. Uh, she's done a great job with her company and she's mm -hmm. brought some films out that were very successful, which she actually talks about in her speech. So, which, so she did before the speech and mm -hmm. she hasn't stopped since, but nothing has really changed that much, which is a shame. Yeah. So yeah, tell us uh, what you think, everyone, about all of this. Let did us know if you have movies that you know yeah. that this happens in. Besides the one that you heard or saw in in the in the clip that we that we had on, um, I will put it in the show notes so you can have a look mm -hmm. at it. Um, and yeah, let us know if you find another movie, a recent movie with this in, uh, or if you've ever had something in a crisis situation where if you're a woman, you didn't know what to do and you did turn to a man. And in that case, please do elaborate. Or if you're a man and if every woman in a crisis situation turns to you and asks you, and then please <laughs> also, yes, please also tell us what you said yes. uh, to do. Because mostly it's like, <laughs> I don't know, why are you asking me? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, men do know what to do. I don't know because I never asked. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for today. So thank you for tuning in to Unboxing Women. 
And if you've ever had an experience like we just asked you, you know, that you want to share with us, send us a DM, tag us in your posts with the hashtag suchabitch or send us an email on suchabitch at unboxingwomen.com. I have the banner. I keep forgetting to put the banner. Here we go. Don't forget to drop us a like on Instagram or wherever you're listening to us now. And my name is Dana Rex and I've been chatting with Micah Rose. Tune into another episode of Unboxing Women next week. See you then. Bye. Bye.